0: hey hey love welcome back to the awakening her podcast my name is talia and i am so excited to be here with you today this episode is so good failing forward it's a major thing that i had to learn in my life and really pivoted everything that i'm doing and made me realize that even when everything feels like a mess and i don't know what to do I'm still moving forward. So I'm excited to share this with you today and really have you reframe what's going on in your life. But before we dive in, I need to tell you about something that's going on in just a couple days real quick. It's called best self every day. 31 day quantum experience and best self every day is actually a 31 day manifestation practice experience that I have taken over a hundred seekers through. However, I've never done it live. I've never done it. Me doing it along with you in real time. We have a Facebook group set up. I'll be popping in doing cards and, you know, riffing on the week and how it's been and helping you out answering your questions. It's going to be so much fun. So best self every day is for you. If you've been neglecting your self care, and spiritual practices. If maybe you've been feeling a little bit ungrounded, like it's hard to be human and anchor into source, maybe you haven't been using the tools in your spiritual tool belt or you need a jump start, a restart to your manifestation practices. Maybe you haven't been asking for support, you've been feeling alone on the journey. Maybe you've been self sabotaging or feeling easily overwhelmed. Maybe you've been procrastinating. Maybe you've been breaking promises to yourself about creating these practices. And ultimately, you're probably noticing that things are not. Flowing in your experience as much as you would like. So, if this resonates with you, Best Self Every Day is 31 days of manifestation, self care, and mindset practices that will boost your vibe and quantum leap you into your next level. The other amazing part about it is each day, each exercise is only 10 minutes a day or less but causes a quantum shift. So this is truly small practices equal big results. And I just want to say my love that only a few years ago, my manifestation practices and results were floppy. I knew a lot about the law of attraction. I knew a lot about manifestation, but what I was not doing is I was not implementing. I was not embodying. I was not integrating the things I was learning into my day. So if that sounds like you, and you have 10 minutes a day that you can spare or that you will be determined to spare, um, to make a huge shift in your life. Best self every day is for you. Also, if you jump in today, you'll also get the early bird price as well as some really exciting bonuses, including the manifest now daily checklist, cash money, activation, six pillar manifestation, activation ritual, and a few other things. It's going to be so amazing. So I hope to see you there. Best self every day. See you in the group. I can't wait to go along with you. You are ready for this. You are ready for your next level. You are ready to put your desires into action. You are ready for consistent mind, body, and soul practices. You are ready to learn 31 new ways to call in your dream life. You are ready for the support. I love you and I will see you in best self every day. The link is in the show notes below. And now, without further ado, let's launch into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Am I the only one that gets that intro song stuck in their head? (laughs) If you want it, you can have it. I just love it. Every time I listen to my own show, which I do frequently, um, that song always gets stuck in my head. I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can have it. Anyway, welcome back to the show. If this is the first time that you're tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad that you've made it here. I don't know if maybe someone recommended the show or you randomly saw it pop up on your podcast app. Either way, it is on purpose. This episode is going to help you so much. This show is going to help you so much. Remember, there are no coincidences. In fact, there are coincidences. They're just magically placed. They are formed in front of you for you to step into your best life. And I believe that that's what synchronicities and coincidences and also just the general things that we're pulled to. They are placed in front of us. They are on purpose. So I'm really grateful that you're here listening to those nudges. And whether you're a longtime listener, you've been around the block with me for many years, or you're tuning in for the first time, something led you here. And I am so grateful that it did. I know that today's episode is gonna pack a lot of gold in for you, and it's gonna really help you to move forward in your life and move through the struggles that you're constantly, or that you're, you know, Um, currently, I shouldn't say constantly, the struggles that you're currently facing, it's really going to help you move forward. So again, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Yay. And if you are new, again, my name is Talia. Welcome. I am an intuitive. I'm a channel. I'm a manifestation mentor. And what that really just means is I am here to help you live the life that you're meant to live, to uncover your gifts, to pull the curtain back on how this life experience works, and most importantly, give you the tools and the aha moments and the breakthrough and the support for you to move into your next level. I know you've been eyeing up your next level. I know that you want more freedom, more abundance, more love, more support, more miracles, and a deeper connection to your spirit guides, a deeper connection to the universe and to this whole magical life that we are living, right? I know that that's what you want. So maybe you're struggling right now. Maybe you are struggling with your income or success. Maybe you're feeling out of alignment or you're really wanting to create some things that are not currently in your life. Life, maybe it's a job that's more fulfilling, or a soulmate, or um, experience. Maybe you want to travel the world. Maybe you want to do some things that you haven't yet been able to do. Right? That's really what it comes down to. We have books inside us. We have experiences we want to, you know, live out. We have dream homes we want to buy. We have all these things that we want to experience. And I'm here today to show you that you get to, you get to live those things. In fact, and if you are a longtime listener, you know how many times I say this, the things that you dream of, the things that you hold in your heart and in your mind as what you want in life, what you want to experience, they are uniquely for you. You see, no two people have the same dreams and goals, right? If I was to ask 10 people or 100 people or 1,000 people what their dream home is, what their dream vacation is, what their ideal life is, right? Their career, their body, their mate, their friends, all of it is going to be different No two people have the exact same dream home. No two people, even if they both want to be doctors, you know, no two people have the same goal in mind of how they want to impact the world. Some people want to be a doctor um, for children. Some people want to do and support women who are pregnant. Some people want to do heart surgeries. Some people want to specialize in cancer, right? So even two people that want to be a doctor or even two people that want a dream cabin on a beach, their cabin is different. Their career is different. And that's because we each have different things that light us up, AKA different purposes, different soul expressions, different ways that we are here to show up, express ourselves and live our dream life. So really that side tangent is really just about why I have come into your life, why I am here. And When I see you, when we connect in person, if you're a member of the membership or a one-on-one client or we've had intuitive sessions together, I can see you as your highest self. That is my gift. That is one of my gifts, is I can see you wild and free. You're hilarious. You're unique. You're a little quirky and offbeat. Not everybody gets you, right? You have your own unique style. You are a dreamer. You are a seeker. And I can see that when we connect. I can see you in your fully expressed version where you're manifesting like crazy and you're intuitive and you're creating the things you want to create. And so I come here and I give you the tools to help you to step into that, to master the law of attraction, to develop your intuition and to uncover your soul's purpose. So welcome. This is no small thing. This is huge. This is not just you listening to another podcast. This is you stepping into the life that you're meant to live. And when you do that, my love, we all get permission to step into ours. When you see someone living their light, living in confidence, in joy, in ease, it gives the people around them the inspiration, the motivation, and the possibility that they can do the same. So you are here to heal yourself, to step up, to rise. And by doing that, you help all of us. We are all deeply connected. We are all on this journey together and our paths and our energies are very interwoven. So as as you rise, you help your sisters rise. As you rise, you help your community to rise. As you heal, you give permission to the people around you that they too can be brave and heal. So, thank you for being on this journey. Thank you for stepping into the life that you're meant for, even if right now you're stuck. Even if right now you don't have any idea where to go, this episode is even more for you because. There, if you feel like you've been failing in any way, and just really honestly, we all feel that sometimes. There are days where I say to my husband, like, I feel like I'm failing as a parent today, or I feel like I'm failing spiritually today. And I, I don't actually generally use those words because I know that we are not failing. This is what this whole episode is gonna be about. But there's times where it feels like that. The human emotion feels like, oh, I just... I'm not succeeding right now. It feels hard. I feel like there's just resistance. I'm not in my highest self. Like I'm just not in my zone. And that is okay. That is part of this. There is nobody who is in the zone all the time. There's nobody that even, you know, the best-selling authors you see or whatever, there's times where they've written books and their publisher comes back and says, that's not good. That's not good enough to publish. And they have to start from the beginning. Or they give a talk and they're like, oh, I wasn't in my element, right? Even the people that you see and idolize, the people online that you see, if you've idolized me in any way, I just want to right now break down that pedestal. If there is any pedestal with me or with anyone else in your life, to say that we are all figuring this out. We are all having days that we feel like we're failing and we are all just trying to seek more happiness, more joy, more magic. So welcome. Today's episode is going to serve you so much and let's dive in. So today we're talking about failing forward and my intention, as I just mentioned in my eight minute intro (laughs) was, my intention is that You can have an extra tool to navigate life, that you can sit comfortably in the realization that you are always moving forward, even if you feel like a train wreck, even if you feel like you're failing or you're not moving forward as fast as you want, or you're unclear, my love, you are always moving forward. Your spirit guides, the universe, they all are looking at you going, good job, you are doing what you're here to do. And if you're stuck, it's even more of a signal that you're working through the things that you came to work through. So again, my intention today is to give you a tool to realize you're always moving forward and to give you something that you can actually do to take the things that you've quote unquote failed, um, take the things that you're struggling with and use them to catapult you forward. So first, before we launch into the content, I'm just going to tell you a really short story. About a few years ago, I, um, was, I was feeling like I just was not moving ahead. This was around the time I first started this business. Well, not Talia Joy. It was I think it was the good feeling life was probably where this was happening. Um, but I just felt like everything I did was not working. I would put out offers and there wasn't a lot of interest. I hired a coach to help me with some magical funnel, um, a way that I was going to explode my business. I invested about $10,000 and it didn't work. She was not a match for me. She was wanting me to basically claimed to be making more money than I was making, claimed to be getting re- results I was not getting. And I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel an integrity. So I bowed out of our commitment, but I had paid her. I didn't get any money back. And in that time, there was other things going on too. I wasn't as healthy as I wanted to be. I wasn't taking care of myself like I wanted to. And so there was a lot of areas of life where I felt like I was failing. It was like, this business isn't working. That investment didn't pan out. I'm not even showing up for myself like what am I even doing right and I got really frustrated Um, there was courses that I had taken that didn't really land and there was just lots of things going on that just felt like roadblock 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 right it wasn't easy but I've realized so much from then From that time. And I want to present with you today, or present to you today, the possibility, the tool, the realization that you can fail forward. And what this means is that every single thing you do moves you forward. Sounds like a song. Every single thing you do moves you forward. Okay, we're a family of musicians. My husband's a musician. I'm a singer. My daughters, my son have the beat dwelled into them. So often things we say sounds like a song and then we'll all jam on it for 10 minutes. But anyways, not gonna do that here. Um, So everything you do is moving you forward. At any time in your life, you are either learning what does work for you or what does not work for you. You're always learning what you want or what you do not want. And when you meet life with that energy, you are constantly learning more of what you want and more of what you don't want. And when you learn what you don't want, that gives you the option to redirect your focus. So for example, If you have a group of friends, and I'm using this example because I see this in the membership community with clients, this has happened to myself, um, where there's a group of friends that you hang out with all the time, and maybe even you used to like party and drink and gossip and whatever else, but as you've grown, and maybe there's different details, but as you've grown, you feel like you almost want to say you're outgrowing your friends, but you don't want to be mean. It's just that you're no longer in interested in doing those things anymore. So maybe you're a very loving person. Maybe you're an empath. Maybe boundaries are something that are a little bit hard sometimes. So when these people ask you to hang out, ask you to go out, you say yes instead of saying no. You feel bad. You don't want to ditch them. You don't know what to do, but you've changed. So you go... You hang out with them and the whole time inside you're going, ah, I wish I was home doing self-care or curling up and reading a book or had a long bath instead. I wish I just would have stayed home and gone to bed early or Netflixed and made myself a nice dinner or I just wish I wasn't doing this right now, right? So we can do that, and then maybe you go home and you think, oh, why did I do that again? I feel like crap, I drank, I you know, I wasn't in my power. And the next time they call to ask you to hang out again, you're faced again with, oh, I don't want to, but sure, I will, and we go through this cycle again, right? And this could happen in, you know, the energy of this sort of cycle could happen with friends. It could happen with jobs. You keep taking jobs that you don't really love just because you need the money. Or maybe you keep going out on dates or getting involved with people that you don't, you know, deep down are not for you, but maybe you fear that you're never going to find the one or that you got to, you know, some friends are better than no friends or something, So we continue going through these cycles, but what we're doing is we're continuously choosing what we don't want. So I'm not gonna spend a lot of time being like, just don't do it, because I believe that when you have the awareness, you will naturally and intuitively start making different choices. Even if there's still a few times you go back, now you'll know more about what's going on, right? So in this situation with your friends, What you are doing is the universe is consistently showing you what you don't want. And this has happened to me um, the last few times I've drank alcohol. I used to drink a lot. I used to drink so much, party, it was so much fun. And then I drank on my own when I was suffering. I went through a period of about a decade of um, suffering deeply with an eating disorder. And that led to drinking and drugs because I just basically couldn't be in my own mind. It was Torture, so I was always numbing myself. But as I started healing, I started moving away from alcohol and deep down knew that my highest self I don't know if she's 100% sober, that's it, close the coffin type of thing. But in a year, she drinks maybe once. (laughs) She drinks maybe twice when it's really worth it or I really want to. And I knew that. But when I would hang out with certain people or the right circumstance would happen, I'd be like, sure, I'll have a drink. Sure, I'll have a beer. And then right away, I'd go, ugh this doesn't feel good. My stomach feels off. I feel out of my power. I don't feel like in the seat of who I truly am. I feel disconnected, but I would do it again and I would do it again. And there's even times in the last year where I've had a beer and kind of gone, you know, I could have done without that. But what this is, is instead of failing at being sober or at being my highest self or failing at being a good enough person, I truly look at it as I have have the opportunity to see more of what i don't want every time i drink alcohol with the exception of maybe that once or twice a year where it truly feels worth it or feels good um generally, it just doesn't feel good. The next day, I almost always go like, I wish I didn't do that. Not because I'm crazy hungover, but just because I'm like, I didn't need it. I didn't, it didn't feel as good as I thought. And now I'm dealing with the feeling of like, digestive stuff, alcohol moving through. Maybe I have a little bit of a hangover or a lot of a hangover or whatever. So again, instead of me failing, instead of me going, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Or, oh, I knew like, I don't want to be drinking. I should be sober. I should, and put all this pressure on on myself. I've learned to witness it and go, okay, I've just once again seen what I don't want. So this allows me to always be moving forward, whether I fall into sabotage or You know, there's been times where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna tighten up my money, or I'm gonna really focus on, you know, saving, putting, you know, money in savings or whatever. And then I'll go out and I buy myself some new clothes and I come home and go like, oh, I was supposed to be saving money. Ugh oh yeah, and there's stuff here that like I don't even really need that. I just bought it because it was a five-dollar tank top. I don't really need that, right? Instead of me failing at saving money or looking at it like I'm somehow wrong. I just look at it as, okay, next time I'm going to really go within and really ask myself if I need these clothes. And that's an example that I truly have learned from that's happened to me several times where I might buy a really cool like sweater or pair of pants, but then I also buy a bunch of other stuff that I don't even wear. The tags stay on it and it was because it was on sale or I was swept up in the moment, <laughs> retail therapy. But I don't look at it like I failed. I don't ever look at it now like I was wrong or bad or not doing well enough. And that is the place where we have to switch what we are thinking and how we are feeling about ourselves so if you eat food that you said to yourself or you said to yourself you're not going to eat or you know it doesn't sit well maybe it's dairy maybe it's gluten maybe it's alcohol like it was for me maybe it's processed food maybe you know every time you have that huge burger and fries you always feel gross and you say to yourself okay Let's not have the burger and fries. Maybe you say I'm gonna have a salad, or maybe you're gonna say I'm gonna have the burger, but a salad on the side, because the fries are what really, you know, pushes it over the edge. And that's actually another personal example with me, is I love a good burger and fries. I love veggie burgers, I love you know chicken burgers, whatever, I love um, a good burger. But I found that when I was eating the burger and the fries, I would walk away with that like gut feeling of like heaviness. And so I'd say to myself exactly like I just said, next time I'm not going to get the burger. But you know how many times I went and got the burger and fries until one day I realized I keep doing what I say I don't want to do. So let's learn from this. I've figured out what I don't want. And what I don't want is to feel heavy. What I don't want is to feel like for the next five hours, I've got something in my stomach that just doesn't feel good. I don't want to feel the next day like, ah, Talia, like you know the salad would have served you better. Like I don't want to feel all that stuff. So instead of trying to always just be like, just be nicer, just be nicer to myself, just be more compassionate. What I can do is look at that failure, quote unquote, which it's really not, but I'm going to just call it that for the sake of this episode and look at it like, how can this serve me? How can I move forward from here? And really honestly, now, at least half the time, I order a salad with my burger. Or if it's fries I really want, as a family, we'll get a side of fries that we all can pick from, but I'll still get the salad. Or sometimes I even get the burger and fries. Or the other day I had fish and chips fresh from the beach because I live on, the, basically on the beach and there's the most gorgeous fr- fish and chips. But I didn't even eat all my fries. Not because I'm dieting. Not because I'm trying to lose weight, not because I'm holding myself to some crazy fucking expectation of what whatever other celebrity does or how many carbs I'm eating. No, it's because I've failed forward so many times with food that I've started listening to what I truly want and what I truly don't want. So even when I got the fish and chips the other day, I didn't even finish all the fries because I started hearing that voice go okay, you're good, right? We've done this so many times. Try pausing here. And in the beginning, I'd try pausing. and I'd say to myself, just pause for like five minutes. And if you want the fries, you know, go at it. So my disclaimer, if there is anyone new, because I used to have an eating disorder, I also have a very... um, interesting relationship with food where I refuse to diet. I refuse to put any rules or restrictions on myself. And I've actually found that intuitive eating is what has allowed me to lose over 50 pounds and through babies to be able to remain healthy. And most importantly, in love with myself, in love with food, feeling imbalanced, feeling not, you know, um, not sort of controlly or obsessive or guilty. So that's just kind of my disclaimer is this area with food has been a very personal journey for me. So now I'd never say to myself, don't get the fries, but I'll say, what have we learned Talia? How do you want to feel? And for me, I want to feel light. I want to feel free. I want to feel like my food is fueling me, whether it's chocolate, fish and chips, or a kale salad. I wanna feel like it's helping me. It's either comfort or delicious or it's packed with veggies or it feels good, like whatever way I want it to serve me. And I've failed forward with food so many times, feeling guilty, feeling awful, being obsessive, being in an eating disorder, all the way to bulimia. I was failing so hard. I was never good enough. I was always making the wrong choices. This is what the internal dialogue was in my head. I was never enough. And I decided, fuck that. It's not that I'm failing. Let's learn from this, right? So now I learn in the way that I eat. I learn how I want to feel. It doesn't mean I'm perfect, but pretty much 100% of the time, I don't get to that point where I'm overstuffed and then I feel gross and I'm blah, right? So even when I choose the fries, I still naturally stop sooner than I would have because I stopped looking at it like I was bad, like I was wrong, like I was failing. That pressure put so much extra stress on me that I would want to binge just to deal and just to cope with the emotions I was feeling of constantly failing. So whatever it is for you in your life, maybe you haven't exercised like you want to, or maybe you've had a business plan or a venture that has completely dissolved. Maybe you've put out a program or an offer that nobody bought, or maybe you invested in something or someone and it didn't work out. Or maybe you keep saying to yourself, like, I'm going to do this thing and you don't. What I encourage you to do from this point is, first of all, let's really highlight the word fail and try to highlight it so much that you become aware any time that you're embarking in the energy of feeling like you failed right let's just bring it out let's just call it what it is let it's not failing so when you start to feel like I'm not doing anything right I'm failing at this you're not failing you're learning more of what you don't want and this is something that I get hilarious with, meaning like I'll say to my husband, I'll be like, wow, this day today was definitely showing me what I don't want. <laughs> and he gets it, right? So he'll be like, okay, what was it? What what don't you want? And I'm like, okay, I don't want overwhelm. I don't want to put aside my own personal self-care just for the kids all the time. Meaning like I'm just about to make a good meal, cut up some veggies and the kids need something and I revert back to crackers or I'm just about to you know, go to the bathroom, wash My face, maybe have a little mini, you know, self care moment. But the kids need something, and so I stop. And that's just, you know, the journey of a mom, the journey of someone who is a helper, (laughs) wants to help other people. But I've learned I don't want this. I don't like this feeling. I become resentful towards myself. I become in less belief of that I will take care of myself. That I am important, right? So of course, it's one thing if your kid falls and hits their head, and you need to run out of whatever you were doing to help them. It's not about neglecting your family. My youngest is almost two, so he's one. And needs a lot of attention, so I'm not running off for an hour and just leaving him. But you know what I mean, right? There's times when we feel like, oh, I didn't even do that for myself. A good example with that right now in my current life is working out, and um, I've been doing videos and doing workout routines. And there's times when I'm with my kids, and I make a choice: either I say I'm going to work out and I do it, or I say I'm going to work out and I put myself off for my children. And And before, I would look at that as like, I failed. I didn't do my workout today. I didn't do my workout today. And like just straight up, at the time of recording, this has happened for three days in a row. Well, actually, sorry. Yesterday, I broke the cycle. So it happened for two days where I said I was going to do my 20-minute video. The kids can figure it out. They can play in the backyard. They can play in the house. They can even be around me while I'm doing it. But I was going to do it. And I didn't do it for two days in a row. And I started feeling like, oh, I'm failing at this. And I right away was like, no, you're not. Okay, what's not working? And I'm like, okay, first of all, I need to do my workouts in the morning because as the day goes on, I find more and more reasons. I get more and more busy. There's more and more real things that need to happen. Like the kids need lunch or the baby needs to nap or we need to go pick up someone from school or whatever else, Right. So first and foremost, I have to do it. Um, I have to do it in the morning. And I also just have to tell the kids, mom's going to do her workout, set them up, get their snacks or their water or get the hose on and the, the sprinkler in the backyard or whatever they need and then just go do it. That's what I've learned from failing, quote unquote failing, right? So we are always moving forward. We are either discovering what we want or discovering what we don't want And how you know, how you know which you're discovering is how you feel. So if you say to yourself, I'm going to do this 20-minute yoga video today, and then you do it and you feel good, it means you're moving forward in finding more of what you like, more of what you enjoy. So for the example of a workout, if you were like, oh, I'm going to try this new workout video and you do some sort of like... maybe it's insanity or it's the bar workout or it's yoga and you didn't like it, that would be clearly an indicator of like, oh, maybe that's not for me, right? Like we've all done an aerobics class or a something that is like, nah, I like exercise, but that doesn't really resonate. That's fine. You wouldn't tell yourself you failed at it. You'd be like, no, yoga is not for me or no, this, this workout video is not for me. So, it's exactly the same when you quote unquote fail, when you feel like you're not doing it as well as you should or doing the things that you say you're gonna do. I want you to start looking at it like I'm just finding more of what doesn't work. So, in the membership, my membership service or my membership community called the Awakening Space, I know you've heard me talk about this a lot because I'm obsessed. But what we have in there are rituals, press play rituals from like three minutes to half an hour, breath work, journaling, meditation, activation, dance parties, all sorts of different rituals that you can do to connect yourself to source. So when my students are not doing them and someone reaches out to me or something, I like to ask, what is preventing you from doing it? And they'll be like, oh, I don't know. I've just been really busy or I've just been really disconnected I just haven't been doing it right oh man I know I should but I just don't I haven't been meditating I haven't right and you could have asked me this on many different times and I would say the same thing right I don't know I'm feeling disconnected I'm just not making time for it and right there as the mentor as the coach as the person who has your back I never sit there and look at it like you're failing like you're failing the membership. Like you're failing in your own life. I actually look at it like, okay, what's going on? What is happening? And maybe you're similar to me. Maybe you need to do your ritual first thing in the morning because the day gets crazy. Maybe you have to set your kids up and go put a sign on your door saying, meditating, be back in 10 minutes. Or whatever it is, right? Maybe you need to do a workout right after lunch or you need to meditate right before bed. Maybe there's a way we can do it because you've just been doing it in a way that it doesn't work. And there is a way that it will work. So that's what I always look at. And in fact, I have, if you work with me one-on-one, when you first sign up, I send you a form. And I first of all ask you like how you're doing in different areas of your life, like intuition, abundance, soul's purpose, sacred self-care, these different areas. And then we go to work on those things. But I also ask you, what will stop you from succeeding? And how can I support you in that? So, I have clients all the time that say, I will be the one to stop me, <laughs> right? It comes down to, I will self sabotage or I procrastinate or I get often, I'll withdraw. So, then, me as your mentor, I know when I start seeing you withdraw, when I start seeing you not showing up for yourself. I can love on you and find the way that you can show up for yourself. Adjust the practices, adjust the assignments because you are always learning. You're always failing forward. You're always learning what you want or what you don't want, what works or what doesn't work. There's always a way. And if I looked at you like you were failing you would get that energy from me and as a mentor, whether I said it or not, if I was always feeling like you were failing. And this happens all the time where clients have assignments to do between calls or you know actions that they can do. And a lot of times you guys do it, sometimes you don't. But I never look at it like you're failing. This is an opportunity to move you forward because the ways in which you get in your own way, the ways in which you quote unquote fail are portals That will open up other things in your life. So when I'm not taking time to work out or I'm not taking time for self-care, I'm not failing at self-care. I am noticing ways that I sabotage myself and I go, what's going on there? How can we get around that? Not because I'm bad or wrong, but because what I did just simply didn't work. And I always think of the Thomas Edison quote, I have not failed, I have just found 10,000 ways that it won't work. And he's talking about the light bulb, right? Literally 10,000 ways that the light bulb did not work. All the different um, materials that he tried to use and all the different ways he tried to do it, it took so long and he tried over 10,000 different ways. At any given time, he could have said, I'm failing. Someone else could have said, you've clearly failed at creating the light bulb. But he kept going. He realized like, okay, when I use this type of material, you know, it only lights up for 10 seconds. So that's not the right one, but we're on the right track. We're getting there. Now it's lit up and I'll try this material. And that's what he did. He tried many materials to see if it would hold, you know, a light or hold a flame or hold a charge or whatever it was. It wasn't a flame. It was a charge, I guess, electricity, right? Right. So he found all the ways in which it didn't work. And it's the same with you. We don't just say that as some like, you know, rah, rah, positivity, like, oh, you're just finding the ways it didn't work. Like, I want you to sink in and go, it's not that I can't lose weight. It's not that I can't manifest money. It's not that I can't be confident. It's not that I can't find a soulmate. I just haven't found the way that works for me. Because if you are desiring it, it is meant for you. And there are paths in which you can get there that have less resistance. So if you're doing something over and over, you need to look at it and go, what within this isn't working? And there's a beautiful episode previous, I don't have the number in front of me, but it was creating habits and routines that work with Tasha Skillen. Um, and she talks a lot about how we have this pressure to create like, oh no, I actually think it was in Anchor Habits with Francesca Phillips. Anyway, both of them, they they talk about habits and routines, and both of them touch on this, is that when it's not working, when you say I'm going to journal every day and you don't, or I'm going to meditate every day for this and you don't, it's not that you're failing, it's that you just haven't found the way that works for you. So for an example of like a morning routine, one thing um, that I really got out of the, the, the one with Francesca Phillips, the anchor habits, there was one thing she said that was like, how do we create routines and practices that work for us? It's like, well, create ones that you like, right? How many of us say I have to journal for 30 minutes every day because someone said we have to journal. Maybe you really don't like journaling. I've had clients that really hate visualization or really don't like journaling or really don't like meditating with a guided journey. They don't like that. They like to go in nature, clear their mind and get still. Or they like to paint to access their intuition. Or they like to just free write and not have all these journal prompts. Or they hate to free write because it's overwhelming and they just end up complaining and they want the journal prompts. Or maybe it's nothing like that and your morning routine simply involves taking some deep breaths, saying what you're grateful for, and asking for assistance or guidance from the universe today. Maybe it's something so simple that it's not that you've been failing, it's that you just haven't been doing what works for you. So I want you to really hear that. Everything you're doing is moving you forward. To go back to the example of that mentor that I invested in that was over $10,000 I did look at that like a failure at first. I was like, ah, shit. (laughs) Also, oh man, that's a lot of money. Like imagine if I didn't spend that money, I'd have all this. And oh man, I should have listened to my gut because I knew there was this deep down nudge. But then I just thought that maybe, uh, right? And I had this whole thing about it. But over the coming months, it took a couple months, but I really started going, okay, so what didn't work? First of all, I didn't really like her style. She was a little bit cold. I didn't really feel like I got to know her. So that was something in a mentor. I want someone who's warm. I want someone who feels like they get me. And I want someone who's listening to me. (laughs) They're my mentor. I want them to listen. And this woman, I felt like she was just doing it her way and not listening to what my style was, to the way that I wanted to serve my community. She was putting me in a formula and in a box that really did work for a lot of people because that was their way. But for me, that was not my way. Another thing that she was getting me to do was to really honestly be dishonest. She was wanting me to claim that I was making $10,000 a month when I was not. And there was one month at that time I had manifested $44,000. That's a whole other story. I should probably make a podcast episode about it. So at that time, She kept saying like, you know, in my, uh, she was writing sort of my posts and things. Again, this is something now I don't want. (laughs) I've learned, but she was doing that. That was going to be the way to success. And she was typing things like, you know, um, how I make $44,000 a month. And I wrote her and I was like, I don't make $44,000 a month. That was one time I manifested it. She's like, yeah, but if you manifested it once, you can just kind of tweak it in this way that you can teach people like how to make $44,000 a month. I'm like, well, I can't though. Especially at this time. I'm like, I'm no money master. I had manifested that, but I'm barely scraping by right now. This is not what I want to claim. And she was like, no, I think we should focus on this and we should do a workshop on how to create money. And at the time I was like, this is not me. So another thing I walked away from is I want to be honest with you guys. I only want to teach what I truly feel that I'm good at, which is why there's a lot of things I don't teach. I don't teach about how to heal specific traumas or sexual abuse. I don't teach how to become a millionaire. I don't even teach inner child stuff because it's not my zone of genius. It's not what I feel like I really know enough about to teach So I will talk about it, I'll share the tools, I'll share my own stuff about how I've manifested money or about how I've healed my inner child and some of the really cool tidbits, but to claim to be a teacher of it, I take that seriously, and I realize in my business, I need to show up with integrity, and if I feel like I'm teaching something that I'm not good at, I will not teach it, and that was another thing at the time that I learned through working with her, right? The, and the, Another thing that I learned, which is the last thing I'll share about, although there was many, many, many lessons from that experience, the other thing I learned is that when I was going into our contract together, I was believing that her magic formula was going to save me, was going to make me money, was going to be the portal to my success. It was like, I hire her, next stop, Oprah. <laughs> Not really, but that's what I believed now i know that there's no magic formula that people come into your life to offer you tools to take you under their wing to teach you in the form of books or a mentorship or friends that have overcome things we're all here to teach and share and your job is to take bits and pieces of what works for them what worked for that person Feel into what feels right for you and rock it in your own life using bits and parts. I really believe that that's my role as a teacher is to pass on the different things that I've learned. But I never claim to have the one strategy that's going to save all of you. If you resonate with me and you want to learn more and you want to work together and you want me to use my intuition and your spirit guides and I'm in my zone of genius, you are going to thrive. You are going to skyrocket your life because I'm doing what I'm good at. I'm not claiming to do your taxes. I'm not claiming to know what's wrong with your car. Not what I'm good at, right? But what I am good at is law of attraction. What I am good at is showing you who you can be, opening you up to possibility and showing you, you are always moving forward. I know this from my own failures. I didn't fail at being healthy for all the years in my eating disorder. I deeply learned what is not okay and what does not work for me, which is why now I will not diet. I don't put pressure on myself to lose weight if i feel that my body's unhealthy and i just you know had a baby less than 2 years ago there there is a desire or was a desire to sort of for lack of better words slim down or become back into my body but what i did with that is I never, ever looked for a diet. I didn't try to cut anything out. I just started eating what I knew worked for me, which is more plants, more water, um, really watching if I'm being called, like if I'm feeling, feeling the emotional eating come on or the tendency that I wanna like binge or something, which doesn't really come up, but that's my chill way. And the way of handling, say I want to lose weight or say I want to get healthier, I want to have, have fitness goals. I will never go back to dieting because I fully, <laughs> with every soul in my body, found what didn't work for me. So there's a lot here. And maybe none of these examples are what you're going for, but I know that you can take what you're going for and apply it Why hasn't it been working? What are some things that you can take away from what you've learned? Maybe you have gotten out of a relationship that was not serving you. When you look back and go, that wasn't failed. I didn't waste the last five years or the last six months or the last however long. Getting married wasn't a mistake or going out with them or being in a relationship wasn't a mistake, I didn't fail. But what I did learn is this right? And I think a relationship is a great way. Look back, especially if you're someone that is looking for love or even for friendships. Look back at partners you've had or friends you've had and you can clearly see what about them you loved and what you would like to take forward or what you want, even if it's just one thing, right? I had a boyfriend in high school who always went to concerts like he spent i swear like all his money on concerts and even after we broke up i took with me the love of seeing live music so i know it's a very like physical example but he taught me one of the things he taught me even though he wasn't my soulmate we weren't meant to be together forever he taught me spend money on concerts it's awesome it's a good time right and he also taught me things that i didn't want going forward after that relationship i wanted someone who was more mature. Someone who Um, could have deeper conversations or, you know, really work through things at a mature level, like whatever it is, everybody's there. You have friends that have taught you to be a free spirit or taught you like not to give a shit about what other people think, but then they've also taught you that you don't want to drink every day with them, or you don't want to sit around and gossip, right? Like everybody's got these different sides and this isn't about picking people apart. This is about your journey and really seeing that you're never failing. You're never doing wrong things things. You're always being shown more of what you want and more of what you don't want. So if you're struggling with creating a routine or creating change in your life, you're wanting to learn how to manifest and you haven't been You're not failing at manifestation. There's something in there that's not working. Maybe you're trying to do it alone. Maybe you're not getting the support. Maybe there's nobody mentoring you and showing you how to do this, right? If someone was trying to like ride a bike alone or learn how to do an oil change alone, it's going to be a long, slow road. But if they have someone going, like, okay, here's an oil change, pop out this filter, pop in this thing, you can tell I know nothing about cars. No, wait. oil tanks have filters <laughs> wait okay not my zone of genius see i'm not going to teach you about a car <laughs> um, so in, you know if you were trying to do all those things alone it would take you longer. So maybe you've been trying to do it alone and you need support. Or maybe you haven't been sinking into like a daily ritual that connects you to your good energy, connects you to your spirit guides. Or maybe you haven't really read enough about it or learned enough about it. Maybe it's time to read some books about law of attraction or, you know, watch The Secret even though I think there's more to it than that, but you know, maybe it's just that you need to immerse yourself in it more, right? So just look at the things you're doing as like, huh? right? Get curious. Go, if I go deep down, if I hand on my heart it (laughs) and go, what's not working here? You might hear it's because you're trying to do it alone. It's because you don't have support. It's because you don't quite know enough about it yet, right? That's okay. You're failing forward. You're always moving forward. There is no moving backward. I actually don't just mean that as an inspiring thing, Your guides, your angels, the universe, your ancestors that have passed on would tell you there is no backward. You don't digress actually. It feels like it. Sometimes personally we go through our ebbs and flows, but you're never actually moving back. Like there's no reversing time right? You're not going to become younger no matter how much you want to, or no matter how much people inject things into their face to try to be younger. You're never going to actually get younger. You're always moving forward. So from this moment on, I want you to look at the things that are not working in your life and go within, put your hand on your heart, be in a quiet space and go, what is this teaching me about what I do want and what I don't want? Because even within the don't want, it can highlight what you do want. So for example, when I'm not working out, when I'm not putting myself first, I see what I don't want is to put my own needs off, is to go too long without working out. I don't want to feel lethargic. I don't want to feel heavy in my energy or in my body. I want to feel energetic and light, right? So even what I don't want is I don't want to feel heavy or I don't want to feel lethargic or I don't want to feel self sabotage That instantly highlights what I do want I do want to feel like I have my own back. I do want to feel like I'm moving the needle forward in my own health and fitness. I do want to feel like I put myself first. So you can even just start with the things that you don't want and naturally show you that what you do want. If you were in a relationship where someone was unfaithful or they had a wandering eye or they made you feel insecure because they were always talking about you know, other women or they cheated on you or something... First, of, first and foremost, what you don't want is someone cheating on you, someone who is unfaithful. But that means what you do want is a deeply connected form of love where you're obsessed with each other and don't want to go somewhere else. Or you want someone, maybe it's a man or a woman that really values monotony, really values the unit, and they just wouldn't dream of it. Maybe what you do want is a deep commitment, right? Right? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've been in a traditional relationship and you're like, I cannot be with the same person my whole life, right? That's what doesn't work is being with one person. What does work is having an open relationship or whatever, right? Whatever your style is is good for you, but I want you to just start to see life as you always moving forward. And the sooner you can understand what's not working, what you don't want, Therefore, what you do want, your life will change because you don't have to keep living the same cycles. You don't have to keep living in the same quote-unquote failures. So this is what you can do, okay? Until we meet next time, this is something physical that you can do. I want you to make a list of the top three things that you really deeply want It can be tangible, like a new car. It could be an energetic state, like more self-love or confidence, whatever it is that you want. And then I want you to write under it, under those things, this is what I do want and this is what I don't want, or this is what has been working in this area and this is what has not been working. And this isn't a place to get down on yourself. This is not the place to look at yourself like you're failing. (laughs) Come on, this is what we're doing here. We're breaking you free of that. So with fitness, what doesn't work for me is self-sabotage. What doesn't work for me is to continue putting it off throughout the day and thinking I'm going to do it later. That doesn't work. That every single time ends not in the way I want. What does work for me is creating clear boundaries, is telling my kids in the morning, okay, at 11, I'm going to do my workout, or after breakfast, I'm doing my workout. It's getting them set up and then going to just do my thing, right? Or on the days that it's my work days, it's getting in my workout before I see clients because once I get into my work one thing leads to the other and I won't do it. So those are the things that I've learned through quote unquote failure. Okay. I feel like I could go on and on about this forever, but what I want you to do is make those lists, see what you're doing that is working and see what you're doing that is not working and take action, take action. That's what moves you forward. Try it out. Try something new. Try seeing what's not working and shifting it, even just slightly. All the examples I used today, everything we went through, I know that you can take this tool and use it to go, oh, (laughs) okay. Right? I'm not just failing at working out. It's that I keep thinking I'm going to do it when the kids go to bed. That's not going to happen. <laughs> to any of you parents out there, if any of you get anything done besides dishes once the kids go to bed, amen and kudos to you. Because at that point, I am tired. So I stop putting it off to my later self who's begged and who deserves to just read a book or rest or hang out with the hubby or whatever else. And I've learned I need to do it in the morning while I'm Talia who's motivated, while I'm Talia who has energy. And that's cool. I learned that through so many times of not working out when I said I was going to. Okay. I love you. I'm going to go. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you found value in this, if you love this, I want you to do one of two things. Either reach out, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. I'll put the stuff below. Let me know how this landed for you. I want to hear. Or... Take a screenshot of you listening and share it on Instagram Stories. For any of you that have not followed me on Instagram, Instagram something I never used to do very much. My Facebook I have, you know, a way larger community, but Instagram Stories have been so much fun, and I'm there all the time. I'm there every day. So if nothing else, follow me on Instagram and check out my stories. But take a screenshot, take a screenshot that you're listening to this and tag me. I'll retag you. But let's. I want to see how this is landing for you. I want to hear about how this is changing you because I don't just do this to release this episode into the internets and have it never come back. I want to hear how it serves you. I want to know that it's moving the needle forward in your life because that's what I'm all about. So send me a message, take a screenshot, tag me. I want to hear how this is going for you. Okay, Seeker, I love you so much. And as always, if you're called to deeper levels of mentorship and connection with me, there are numerous ways in which we can work together. I will put the links below through the awakening space, which is my membership. I also have the VIP levels, which bring you into one-on-one work. So you get access to the entire membership platform, all the rituals, all the guest workshops, and everything that's included in the membership, plus you get one on one calls. That is the only way actually to work one-on-one with me is through the membership. So every one-on-one client gets access to the membership. Check it out. I'll put the link below. If you feel like you are ready and you're ready for practical guidance, intuitive guidance, connecting with your spirit guides, seeing what they have to offer for you and really being there with you as you move forward in your life and you step into the magical manifester that you are. Until next time, I love you. Keep moving forward. You're never failing. You've got this. Hey love, thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope you got some incredible value from it. And if you did, pretty please head over to iTunes and leave me a review and hit the subscribe button. This really does make a huge difference in the success of the show, and it really shows me that you want this type of training, tools, techniques to hack law of attraction and have you manifest fast. Thank you in advance for that. And before I go, I want to remind you that there is a version of yourself that already has what it is that you want, already has the manifestations, already has the love, the abundance, the success, the freedom, the self-confidence, and everything else that you could want. So what I'm going to encourage you to do today is to envision her, embody her, ask, what's her energy about? What's her mindset? like and what advice does she have for me today as you do this my love you awaken her you quantum align you collapse time and you make yourself able to manifest the life you want so much quicker have a fantastic day and i will see you in the next episode